How do you trust your decisions with the online business industry when it seems to be filled with so much garbage? Hi, it is a spicy, saucy, sassy conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. We are digging in more to the discussion that I started earlier in the week around online integrity and um, working in the online space in a way that feels true and consistent with you when you're around so many sleazy, really, ads around six figures in six months and this funnel will save your life and this is the template you need to land your $10,000 clients, etc., etc. We all in the business space who have been in it for at least a year know what we're talking about. We're all singing the same song of hate. We're all equally annoyed, put up and put off by it all, but we also don't know what to do about it. Some of us have found ourselves in a really cynical place, and that's where today's listener finds himself. So I am going to um, dive into the listener letter, and then I will find you on the other side. Heather, you and Jess Lorimer have really inspired me in how you talk about what is happening in the online space. I appreciate you both for calling out coaches who are coaching coaches. I value too how you remind people that you have a clinical degree and that you question the low barrier of entry into the online space, even while admitting that you benefited from it. It gives me hope that not all is lost. That being said, I'm angry all the time. I'm angry at coaches who sold me these illustrations illustrious high ticket offerings only to deliver less value than I can find on your podcast that I listen to for free. I hate that I spent money on so much shit when the thing that actually made me money was a free PDF that I got from Jess's email list. My business is at a place where I need a couple of things. I need a team member to assist me, but VAs want to charge $25 an hour for checking email and loading posts on social media. I feel like I'm being pulled over the coals and trapped in an inflated market. I think I could be ready for Facebook ads too, but how am I supposed to tell the good from the bad? How can I know who to trust and who is selling snake oil? I'm so put off by all of it that I am voiding all of it. I've stayed connected with previous clients, but haven't bothered with lead generation in weeks and weeks and weeks. You don't have to call me out. I know I've stopped bossing. I know I'm in the passenger seat, but I don't know how to drive my business when I feel like it's surrounded by landmines. Care to talk me off the ledge? <laughs> yes, I care to talk you off the ledge like easy there brother take it down a notch the first thing that I'm gonna like remind people here is that I really value the conversation about online business integrity I think it's important and I think we have to call out the you know the bs that we see otherwise it just continues because we're making room for it and at no point in time we're trying to snuff it out but to somehow imply that this didn't also exist in brick and mortars and physical products and other business markets outside of the online space, I think we're misleading ourselves because there's sleazy, spammy people everywhere we go. Just recently, I was looking for a mover to facilitate the move to the apartment while my home is being remodeled. I entered my information into something and I ended up on 5 million different email lists from people who all knew about my move, knew when I was doing it, what I needed it for. And I had no idea in all of the fine print that I actually tried to skim and read that my information was going to be shared. And that's not an online business. That's like a physical moving business. So I, I think that like you, 
you, we have to take it down a notch in our uproar. We have to sort of collect ourselves a little bit and recognize that we are simply not special, that this is going to happen anywhere you try to do business. There is going to be somebody trying to rip you off. You want to sell tickets to an event? Great. There is going to be a scammer who's scalping tickets and trying to sell them right out from under you in the brick and mortar product delivery space, right? Like this stuff happens and it's not fair. But I also think that like a lot of this, I have to tell you, falls on the consumer because I think that just like we are taught when we're marketing our business, and I've definitely gotten this feedback a time or two as I've sort of had my own pricing discussion with myself on my pricing services, that there is perceived value in the things we purchase based on how much there we're, we're being charged for it, right? That we are going to perceive more value in a $5,000 product for six weeks than a $500 product for six weeks. And we're probably going to be less likely to even look at or compare how high touch each offering is, what the actual amount of information being exchanged in those six weeks is. We're going to look at the number and we're going to think that the $5,000 program is better. And we can blame the people selling that for selling a $5,000 program that offers less value than the $500 program, but it's on us as a consumer to get really clear on what our goals are, our needs are, and what our specific budget for meeting those goals and those needs are. And that might mean that some people are priced out for us, that we actually aren't going to be their ideal clients because they're simply charging more than we're willing to pay, and that's okay. But we want want to be in the driver's seat of that discussion. And I think what ends up happening somehow is we put all of our faith and our trust in this ad, in this sort of 30-second slot that somebody's put up of themselves on Facebook, rather than looking critically at how they perceive and how they represent themselves online, rather than taking the time to get a freebie from their list and, you know, seeing how well we do with taking action on the free content that they're offering, rather than doing our own due diligence, we're trying to skip steps and just get to the income faster. So the first thing I want you to do in this discussion is I want you to do an examination of yourself of how well you acted as a consumer. Did you ask the right questions? Did you ask the hard, awkward questions? Can I just tell you that I have now been in business online for two years and nobody has ever asked me how I got my training or how I got my experience? And now, I would like to believe it's because they listen to my podcast and they know I'm a clinical social worker, but I can't tell you how many times people have emailed me and been like, oh my God, I listened to this one episode, a friend sent it to me, I think you're doing really great stuff, I need an appointment, and they've like scheduled in and booked up and they have never freaking asked me, how, how am I experienced to mess with their heads? Like consumers need to be responsible in this discussion. So the first question I'm going to have for you when you look at all the things you're pissing and moaning about, how responsible have you been as a consumer? 
And then in terms of what you want next, you have decided that there's people you do respect. There's me, there's Jessica Lorimer over at smartleadersell.com. And you trust me and you trust her because you're asking me for my guidance and you're asking her for her guidance. And so I can send you to people. I can say, hey, you know, there's a colleague of mine, Heather Clark. She's over at homeandofficedetox.com. And she's done a lot of VA work for me. She's, you know, fairly priced. She's pretty well experienced at a lot of different software things, but better yet, she learns quickly on the job. I can tell you that for Facebook ad, you know, advertising, I, I know Kaylin Parker has really got a strong Facebook ads game going. Liz Melville is another person that I would look up and I can, you know, I can give you those names. Jess can give you those names. She is exceptional, exceptional at networking and telling and connecting people with their needs, but you can get in the driver's seat. The idea that you've decided that you can't trust anybody, so you just don't want to play anymore and you just want to take your toys and go home, it's nonsense. Because then you're becoming a victim to the situation rather than getting in control of it. The other thing that I would really ask you while I'm on this conversation with you is when you have purchased courses that have not delivered the value, have not given the the results you were promised, A, did you, you let's state the obvious, did you do the work as prescribed. So many people attend courses and buy courses and they don't like a certain suggestion or it's too uncomfortable or they don't think it works for their business. And then they hold the online business like owner accountable to not getting results. So did you do the work as prescribed and did you follow all the steps or did you just pick and choose what you wanted to do? So often we then, you know, we download a piece of something or other. We look at it and we go, oh, I don't think that would work for my business rather than actually trying it, implementing it, and then doing the decidedly unsexy task of testing it. So often, like as business owners, particularly people who come into online business ownership without business experience, they seem entitled to this idea that if they follow all the steps of a launch, that they're just entitled to success rather than recognizing that anytime you put a new mar- a product out at on the market. Anytime you offer a new service, you have to test it. You have to check your T's, dot your I's, make sure that you're answering questions, that you're offering good consumer value, and that you're doing your part as a business owner to set yourself up for success. Because the way that this question is posed and the way you're talking to me is you would become a victim to your situation and you're entirely in control of it. You can be asking for your money back. You can control the messaging and writing a bad review. You could ask to speak to the business owner and have the hard conversation. There's a lot of things you can do here that can help you change the narrative. Because no, you should not be paying an inflated rate at a VA. And yes, there are people who have the Facebook ads game on point and dialed in. And yes, there are people who are going to sell you smoke and mirrors. So don't just read testimonials. Contact a business owner and ask to speak to the person who's delivered the testimonial. That recently happened with me. Somebody asked me for references and I offered three people, you know, who had recently worked with me and they had phone conversations or video chat or email conversations about what, you know, I actually brought to the table, what my deliverables were and all of that. And it worked in my favor because as a result, the person went from signing up with me for a week to signing up with me for, you know, a retainer package and working with me on demand because they 
they felt that strong about the value I could offer, but I was willing to show up for my business. I was willing to say, hey, like, do you need a reference? The consumer can do the same thing. So that's what I would encourage you to do because that's how you get faith in the market because sometimes somebody really is going to deliver a product that's crap. I have delivered podcast episodes, P.S., that are kind of crap because I have a five-day-week content expectation and not everyone can be like, you know, a truth bomb and a mic drop moment. I try to make the majority of them be truth bombs and mic drop moments and things you can take specific action on, but I know that's not going to be entirely the way it's successfully going to work. I get that. And I own that. Um, But I also know that my consumers have responsibility. So yes, it is a shady, shady world out there. And yes, there is a lot of places to question. But you also get to decide what kind of person you want to do business with. You know, I was sharing recently um, with my Facebook group that I signed on with ConvertKit because the founder at the time when I joined the online business, Nathan Barry is the founder of ConvertKit, and it's a it's like the email supply company you use to, to host your email marketing program. And I really had a lot of buy-in to this guy. I had a, a really good feeling about him. I shared his vision for what he thought a company could be. And so I signed on with ConvertKit. I think it's okay to make those kind of business decisions in terms of who you're going to work with, particularly for long-term things like VA work or Facebook ads management, you get to spend some time interviewing them and having the conversation. You know, the other thing that I would think a little bit about is, you know, the effects of the noise and how you're going to let it change you. Now, the other day, um, I, I just, I have to tell you, I was, this is going to sound so dumb, even as I say it out loud, but I was moved to tears by Kevin Hart. You guys have heard me, um, in the fall, um, really speak up a lot about his audio book. He, he has this awesome book and I've listened to the audio version of, I can't make this up. And so as a result, I, you know, I've always said to people, it is the best entrepreneurial book out there that isn't written for entrepreneurs, but it's, you know, it's all about the hustle. It's all about having a goal and staying true to yourself. And recently he came under fire because his big dream of making it to the Oscars came true only to then be haunted by tweets that he sent out 10 years ago that spoke out against the gay, lesbian, transgender um, community. And, you you know, the Academy of the Oscars asked him to uh, make a formal apology, and he felt like he'd already apologized. He felt like for the past 10 years, he'd already lived his life in apology of that and showing people who he was and how he moved through the world, and he wasn't going to bend to social pressure or anybody's wishes. And the way that like he sort of held on to his brand, to his partnerships, to what's important to him, rather than bending to social pressure, really moved me and inspired me. 
happened time and time again in the way he held himself in that interview that he did with Ellen DeGeneres, the way he wrote his book, it felt like to me he has really shown me who he is in such a way that I can believe him. So for you, you get to decide, have people that you're doing business with, have they done that? And have you done your due diligence to make sure you've seen them from all angles and to make sure that, you know, the way they show up is something that you can resonate with? Because I think together, that's unstoppable. When you've done your due diligence, when you have trust in somebody, you're willing to ask the hard questions and get the proof positive. That, my friend, is how you can make decisions you can stand behind. That's how you stop being impulsive and buying the next shiny object and falling for the next false promise, but by doing your due diligence as a consumer. That is my challenge to you today. I rode you a little hard, I know, uh, <laughs> and I gave you some tough feedback, um, but I know you, um, you know, off this question, and I really, you know, I, I know that this is the feedback you needed to hear, and I, I trust that you know me well enough at this point that even though I pushed you a little hard, that you know that I'm rooting for you and your business, and that I know that you're ready to take the next step, but in order to take that step, you need to take a new action there, and hopefully I gave you the guidance to do so Well. Also, you know, offering the rest of the listeners here an opportunity to own their spots in places as consumers of their own lives and their own businesses so that they can do so with more trust in themselves, because that's ultimately what it comes down to. Thanks so much for having this conversation with me today. I know it wasn't an easy one, but it is an ongoing, important one that we need to keep having. And I'm so glad you brought it to the forefront and that you trusted me with the response. Um, I'm going to personally send you some links to people that I, I think could help you. Um, and anybody listening to anytime you want a recommendation, you're well, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, but when I like to, when listeners um, post podcast questions for me, I like to write back and tell them when their questions aired. So in the response to doing that, when I tell you when your podcast is going to be aired, I'll be sending you that information and anybody else has that privilege as well. Um, thank you so much for today. Thanks for having the hard conversations. I promised you that we would still be having them in 2019, and I'm proud to be sticking to my word. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.